Today, we are talking about imposter syndrome, how you conquer it and stop it from holding you back in your life and your business. So stick around and I'll outline three easy steps you can use to break through. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for being here for the second ever episode of The Adam Claremont Show. I'm still your host, Adam Claremont. (laughs) Here we learn to start and grow a career in audio production with actionable tips based on personal experience from me and others. But before we begin our conversation, I'd like to offer you a free gift. I put together a list of tips and tricks that helped me to become more productive and more efficient with my time. You see, audio is a service-based industry, right? We trade time for dollars. Many of my projects are invoiced based on a flat project fee, not time and materials. So no matter how long it takes, I earn the same amount of money. So a while ago, I dove deep and spent the time to redo my entire process and got it boiled down to this. If we can automate redundant tasks, clear out distractions, plan, prioritize, and batch, then we will complete projects much faster, period. Quality does not have to suffer. This is my hope for you. And I'd like to help you get there. So after this video, head to www.adamclaremont.com workflow, pick up your free PDF guide, begin working faster and earning more money in less time. I'll add the link in the description below too. So on with our topic for the day, which is, what is imposter syndrome? Basically, it's a psychological pattern where you store a lot of doubt in yourself and your accomplishments. It's a constant fear of being exposed as a fraud or a phony, a feeling that you aren't qualified to get the job that you're after. You aren't experienced enough to speak on a topic in front of others. You don't feel you know what you're doing or that you're smart enough to help others. Does any of this remind you of anyone you know? It probably should because an estimated 70% of people experience these imposter feelings at some point in their lives. Uh, according to an article published in the International Journal of Behavioral Science. And also, just let me tell you right now, I personally have battled this for quite some time, which is why I wanted to make this video, because it's kind of near to me. So allow me to tell you a little bit about my personal experience dealing with imposter syndrome and what I have come up with to move past it when it's really trying its hardest to hold me back. And I'm telling you this because I really think it might be helpful to you and because I think my experience is actually quite common. So hopefully something here resonates with you. And if you're dealing with the same challenges, then keep listening because I'm going to walk you through some easy steps to break free. So here's a little bit of my history just to set it all up. I've been working professionally as an audio engineer since 2005. It's my dream job and I feel super fortunate to make a living and support a family doing what I love, really. It's been awesome. From the very beginning of my career, I've been lucky to meet and work with some incredibly talented, smart, generous people. And there are a few who have gone, they've gone above and beyond to help me and to take me under their wing. Um, These people have phenomenal credits under their belt, awards on their shelf, and yet they found the time to give me guidance and teach me what they knew. Um, They'd buy me a lunch when I was broke starting out. answer the phone if I had a question. Uh, You know, they bring me onto projects, on and on. Just super, super generous people. 
again, so talented at what they do. I didn't realize it for a while, but what was and is still happening is they were mentoring me. This wasn't something that I actively sought out, but I'm really lucky and fortunate that it happened. Okay, so fast forward a little bit to when I began working on projects where I was in charge of others. I quickly realized that I really enjoyed helping and teaching people and passing on what I had learned from my friends and from my experiences. And this might happen with people I'm working with, uh, interns, friends who are hobbyists, other engineers I know, but it's always been a situation where it's someone I am in front of, face-to-face, someone that I know and interacting with. Uh, because of this, I actually started a local group that meant that, uh, that met monthly. So my local colleagues and I would take turns speaking about a topic each month to help each other broaden our skill sets and just encourage each other. And I remember when I got the idea to start that up, I was so excited. I didn't even think of how to begin. I just immediately emailed everybody I knew. I sent out well over 100 emails to people in my area that I thought would be interested. And before I even knew what I was doing, um, it happened. The group was formed. It was awesome. Um, I, I knew that we'd be helping so many people, um, You know, people like professionals and new students and hobbyists. Um, I knew it was going to be great. So, you know, we started to meet and it was all of those things. People were learning. It was sharing. um, It was totally cool. But as the months went on, it became harder for me to find new people to present a talk. And when that happened, I felt obligated to speak each month to fill that gap because I didn't want to lose the momentum. I don't want to lose the group or miss a month. Um, And I felt a ton of pressure to deliver something really valuable. And then I began to really stress about it and begin to doubt myself. You know, it's it's one thing to think I can talk here or there, um, but who am I to speak every month and act like I know so much about the business of audio? Uh, you know, I'm not my mentors. I'm just Adam, I'm the guy who's still learning, standing in front of a lot of really talented people. And what are the others going to think when I keep speaking every month? Like I'm so much better than them and know so much. The thought of my friends thinking that about me was paralyzing. And before I knew it, I stepped away from the group, a group that I was super proud of and passionate about. And at that moment, I would rather do nothing than either have my friends look down on me or have them find out I actually didn't have anything much to offer. That's imposter syndrome. Uh, It was right there. It hit me really hard and it shut me down. It stopped me from doing something I really, really loved. And it stopped me from helping a lot of people, honestly. And it was all just insecurity. So let me ask you, does any of this sound familiar to you? Ever have these feelings or been shut down by talking yourself out of what you've been trying to achieve? If yes, let me know in the comments by typing, I feel the same. It, it, that's, it lets me know that I'm not talking to myself here. How about this one? Have you ever felt like you needed to learn more first before you started something? Have you thought, I'm not an expert? So let me read everything there is on this topic, and then I'll be ready.
Or first, let me get this new certification or training to improve my skills before I begin. Do you know someone who won't apply for a job if they don't meet every bit of the criteria in the posting? Someone who tells themselves that they aren't ready. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, you will never be ready. You will never know it all or even know enough. And get this. No one needs you to be an expert. I mean, maybe if you're a doctor or a surgeon or something, but I don't think that includes us right now. At least I don't think we're doctors or surgeons. Most people, the point is that most people don't really need experts. Do you think that someone who isn't an expert has nothing to offer? Can't help someone? They aren't worthy of a job because he or she isn't an expert doesn't have a single answer to anything, provides no value? Really? That is an unobtainable standard and super unrealistic. I'm definitely no expert. In my relationship with my mentor, as I mentioned before, it no fault to theirs, this is on me, it can play into those insecurities because I look at them as they're the ones that I look to for the answers. They're the ones who are the helpers. I'm just some guy who's still learning. 15 years later, still learning. And I am not them. So what could I offer anyone? That's imposter syndrome talking. You know, that's, that's real. So why should we hold ourselves to the standard of being an expert before allowing our knowledge to be shared and to benefit someone else? Why do we hold ourselves to that standard before allowing our experience to help us get another job or promotion? I mean, when you say it out loud, it makes no sense. When you put together the logic, you start to realize that you need to just go after it, go for the job or the promotion. But when we're in our, uh, when we're in our heads, negative talk churning away in our thoughts, it's super powerful. It's completely paralyzing. And I know because I go through this. You know, when I first wanted to start this YouTube channel, I should have started this podcast at least two years ago. But I wasn't an expert then, you know, (laughs) imposter syndrome. So that's the picture. So let's just start to look at how we conquer these thoughts and move on. And that's an It's an important distinction to bring up quickly. We aren't curing imposter syndrome. That's not what we're trying to do. There's no cure for doubt. That's not a thing. Be nice. It's going to happen. We're going to doubt. That's fine. But what we do want to do is manage it properly so that we can move beyond it. So step one is simply acknowledgement. The first step to overcoming imposter feelings is acknowledging the thoughts and put them in perspective. Once you realize this is something that challenges you, you can teach yourself to remind yourself in those moments that your thinking is holding you back. It's not rational. It's self-sabotaging. It's not serving you. What you need to do is redirect those thoughts in a positive, productive direction, which leads us to our next step. Step two, take action. Get out of your head and get moving. Most people experience moments of doubt. That's normal. 
The important part is not to let that doubt control your actions. It's okay to have an imposter moment, just not an imposter life. To break that, I've learned to think this. If I didn't have thoughts that hold me back, if I'm not thinking in this circle, what would my next step be? What do I see successful people doing? And do that. Just sort of play pretend, you know, whatever it takes just to start moving forward. Emulate what you see. You know, when I start to feel stuck, I like to break it down and just simplify it. Identify the goal. What am I after? Everything else is just noise. I want to eliminate anything that doesn't immediately move me closer to my goal. You see, I tend to get fancy sometimes along the way because I want to be perceived a certain way. You know, I want to be thought of a certain way. So I add extra steps. I think that'll help that image, but they don't really. They don't move me closer to my goal and it slows me way down, in fact. It's honestly just procrastination at its worst. So avoid that. Keep it simple. Eye on the prize. Move forward. Take action. Last step, step three. Uh, and I found this to be paramount in getting my butt into gear and moving past the fear. That's a fun rhyme. Uh, step three, talk to a friend. This works on a lot of levels. Now, I'm not saying you need to spill your guts out and have an all-out therapy session, but if that's what you need, then why not? That can certainly help. You know, it's, it's definitely helpful to sort of just voice your feelings. But maybe that's outside your comfort zone. So actually, what I'm talking about is when I don't have the answer for what to do next, uh, I can start to move backwards and I get back in my head and doubt can come back. When I know what my goal is, but I don't know the right next step, I go to the people I trust and the people that have the experience with what I'm after. So you simply cannot expect to reach elite levels by yourself. You always need others to lean on. And in this particular instance, for me, when I start to tell others what I'm trying to do, it gives me a lot of clarity hearing advice from those I trust and hearing their encouragement. But what it also does for me is it gives me a sense of accountability. I just told someone I respect that I'm going to do A, B, and C. I now need to go do A, B, and C. I want to be someone who follows through because the people I most respect and have the success that I want, well, they follow through too. So if you're following me here, tell me if you picked up on what just happened. Let me rewind a bit. So I'm dealing with imposter syndrome. I'm worried that people will view me as a phony. So I'm close to throwing in the towel because what a great solution that is. If I do nothing, no one can find out I'm a phony, right? No. I go through the three steps. What are the three steps? I recognize what's happening is imposter syndrome, that I'm self-sabotaging. Acknowledgement. I go to step two. I immediately take action to get my thoughts moving in a productive way and in the direction of my goal. I go to step three. I tell a friend what I'm trying to do so I have accountability. Here's the kicker. Accountability to follow through because I don't want my friend to see me fail and what? Think I'm a giant phony. <laughs> so it's kind of full circle. You know, I'm kind of using imposter syndrome to my advantage in the end, but I'm telling you, I've thought about this stuff a lot because I feel like I've gone through it a bit. And in my experience, uh, these steps, it helps me work through it, work past it. And 
I truly hope that for those that feel the same way and feel the doubt like this, and I know you're out there because the stats show this is very common. I hope you give this plan a shot because I really feel like we all deserve to give ourselves a whole lot more credit than we do. We all have so much more to offer, so much more support we can give, so much more we can teach others. If we just give ourselves the leeway, if we just get out of our way and just go for it and do it. So let me know in the comments below which step you think will be the biggest help to you when you are fighting imposter syndrome. Is it step one, acknowledgement? Is it step two, take action? Or is it step three, talk to a friend? That's it for this episode. I really thank you for staying with me. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the channel, hit the bell. And if you'd like to show some more support, you can share this video, tag a friend, and hopefully others in your network will get some value as well. Or if you're listening on iTunes, you can give a review. Uh, also, lastly, just don't forget adamclaremont.com slash workflow. I've got a free PDF guide that I'd love to share with you. Uh, some great tips help you earning more in less time real soon. That's all I've got. Thanks so much for staying with me. I'll see you next time.